everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is the co-founder and CEO of Nomad Health, Alexi Nazem. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you, Jared. Thanks for inviting me. Excited to have you here. Let's dive right in. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Nomad Health. Sure. Um, so I am a uh, native New Yorker. I'm still here um, and uh, grew up in the city, grew up uh, um, in a family very much in the medical in the medical world, uh, became a doctor, um, was involved also in a lot of uh, sort of non-clinical parts of healthcare. I uh, was engaged in um, healthcare systems improvement at the very beginning of my career. Um, and then over time got very interested in, uh, in you know, sort of, uh, the way that you could use technology and um, you know outside-in creative destruction through startup-type companies um, to make improvements in the healthcare system, um, and my desire to do that became even greater when I was a, a practicing physician because uh, I would see every day all the things that weren't working so well. So I wanted to be able to fix some of those problems, and then uh, got got involved. Um, more and more and more to the point where I decided to stop being a practicing doctor and start being a, a startup entrepreneur. And that was about seven, eight years ago when I, when I um, co-founded this company, Nomad. And what was that transition like? I know that that jump is something I hear a lot of, you know, practicing clinicians that want to make that jump. How, how difficult was it in the early days? And then how did you get more comfortable, I guess, with transitioning to that, uh, you know, that entrepreneurial, that leadership role? I mean, of, of course, it's very different. Um, you know, medicine is all about uh, routines and, uh, you know, perfectly executing, uh, perfectly executing the same things over and over and over again. And, and being an entrepreneur is, is the exact opposite of that. It's, you know, um, failing forward, you know, make, learning from mistakes and then not doing them again. Um, and so uh, it's, it's just like a very structurally different kind of environment. But what was helpful was that the thing that I was, uh, the, the things that I was getting to work on in startup land were thing were, you know, problems that I encountered as a, uh, as a professional. And so there was a, a great degree of familiarity and, and uh, commonality that I, you know, th that I could rely upon to sort of be a, a foundation. Um, and then of course, I was um, very lucky to have a lot of uh, great people around me to learn from. So my co-founders, investors, uh, you know, friends, friends and family that I've uh, uh, obviously, um, you know, built up over many, many, many years. And so uh, luckily, um, you know, was, was supported. So I didn't fall down on my face too much, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a difficult transition, but honestly, one that I was very excited about. And I think that excitement, you know, powers you through a lot of the, um, a lot of the challenges. It's one of the best things about being an entrepreneur. Um, you know, the optimism that's associated with it and, and optimism is like a, it's like a superpower. Yeah. And I was actually talking with someone the other day also, which sounds weird, right? Also, you have to, in an entrepreneurial position, you have to get used to being kicked a lot as well as, you know, being optimistic and, you know, having the highs. So it's, uh, that's probably in the early days, the most difficult part, right? Of, uh, you're going to have some, some interesting, some interesting days as yeah. well and have to push through it. But, um, but we'll talk me through, Lexi, give us the overview of where Nomad Health is today. Um, sure. So Nomad is a marketplace for short-term staffing in healthcare. We, we help health systems and other organizations fill roles 
um, for nurses and a variety of allied health professionals like ultrasound technologists and scrub techs and, and people like that. Um, and what we've done is create a, um, an online transparent self-service marketplace um, to uh, connect these two sides, ensure that they are matched to each other properly, that they're uh, you know, the clinicians are qualified for the positions. Um, we do it in, an, you know, as I said, an online transparent fashion and using a lot of also technology-driven automation, which makes things a lot more efficient, more quick. Um, and, uh, and so the, the value proposition to all parties involved is not only that you, you're directly engaging with, with, your, uh, with the counterparty, but also that it's all um, a, a much better economic bargain because we're much more efficient um, as a company, we don't need to take out as much uh, uh, commission from these uh, transactions as a traditional uh, people-powered agency would have to. And so that means that our clinicians get paid more and our health systems pay less for the exact same service. Um, and so that's, you know, better experience, better price, um, generally generally a good, a good value proposition. Um, and uh, so that's what we've been working on for the last almost eight years. Um, and the business has grown tremendously um, from from very humble beginnings, um, and now, you know, still a long way to go. But I think making making uh, uh, a meaningful impact on our customers, on our clinicians, and and certainly just on the on the world of healthcare staffing more generally. We sort of I think we're one of the first technology companies in the space, and and now the 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 world of healthcare staffing is definitely moving in our direction. So. Um, it's been, uh, it's been an interesting eight years for yeah, sure. in the past you have these, these large healthcare staffing companies <laughs> that were, were charging, you know, top dollar because, because they could, right. Because there weren't the, the technology solutions like, like what you've built at, at Nomad Health that mm -hmm. can help that. And then, and also that was resulting, like you said, in the, uh, you know, the providers not getting maybe as much as they could because part of it was going to, to the staffing companies. And then the other part was, uh, you know, being, being tacked on to what the, um, what the organizations were paying. But to be, to be clear, I mean, I think that it, it wasn't a, a question of greed. I think it was just a question of necessity because of the, you know, the inherent inefficiencies of people powered businesses. Um, you know, I don't think that uh, healthcare staffing firms are, you know, excessively charging. It's just the, it's just the, in order for them to deliver the service in a reliable fashion and 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 to uh, earn a decent, not out, outrageous, but a decent profit, um, you know, it uh, it's just that's what the things cost. And so the, um, you know, we're trying to offer a better bargain, but because we're getting to leverage things that didn't exist 50 years ago when when this whole market got started. One of the big differences, though, you you adapted to where the market is heading, and some some have not, right? From you know outsider looking yeah. in. Um, so kudos to you and your team for that. And thank you. And one thank of the big you. issues you're helping to address, right, is we all hear about these across the board, right? But specifically in like the nursing and allied health space, these massive staffing shortages that have have just continued to grow and. Uh, over time. So talk, talk me through Nomad's role in helping to kind of mitigate this shortage uh, through what you're doing. You're absolutely right that the shortage is large and growing. It's mostly driven by demographics. Um, the aging population is using more and more healthcare, but the supply of clinicians to provide that care is not keeping pace with that growth in demand. And so you're seeing this widening gap between supply and demand. And, and the way that 
you can fill it, pretty much the only way you can fill it is with uh, short-term fractional coverage. And um, and so that's what the healthcare staffing industry is all about. And, and Nomad is, uh, is, is part of that. Obviously, you can't solve 100% of that shortage with better, a better allocation of resources. But I think that there is a lot of the gap that can be closed through uh, much more efficient allocation of those resources. Um, and also um, exercising more of the latent capacity in the system. And so the way that Nomad is helping with that is, is multifold. Number one is that we, we make the, the, the whole process just more efficient and lower cost so that you can actually tolerate using more temporary staff um, to, you know, to, to meet needs and more reliably too is the other important thing. So it, it becomes possible to leverage more uh, temporary staff, which is a necessary thing if you want to actually close the gap. Uh, and then the other, the other, the other way that we help uh, help with this is that by you know lowering the barrier to entry, especially on the clinical side, uh, the clinician side, um, you know you can you can mobilize more of that supply. That's again part of the exercising the latent capacity. So for people who might not have otherwise participated in the healthcare staffing realm as a let's say a traveling nurse, because it would have been too much of a headache to you know go through all that paperwork and phone calls and faxes and stuff like that. Now, when you can do it all on your phone uh, very quickly in a matter of minutes, um, okay, maybe there's actually kind of something interesting to me and I'll do it. Um, so, um, you know, that's a, that's a big part of the way that we're, um, that we're helping to mitigate the shortage. But like I said, I think it's very important to understand <laughs> that no amount of staffing is going to solve the, you know, the underlying staffing crisis, but I think that we can uh, substantially blunt the impact. And one of the, the big things, right, when building out these these marketplaces, um, a common objection that people will hear or just questioning will be, you know, how do you ensure quality, right? So so talk me through how Nomad Health manages for, for quality. That is uh, something that we obsess about. First of all, my whole career started in quality and quality improvement and healthcare. And so um, being... Uh, being interested in the reliable application of best practices and high quality um, uh, uh, clinical processes is something that is in in my bones. Um, And it's something that that from the first day we started this company, we were uh, very focused on ensuring. Um, Trust is something that you must um, build into marketplaces for them to be successful. And by the way, it's just the right thing to do for healthcare. This is a very important job. We're putting people at the bedside of patients who need them. And so uh, you want to make sure that that person is perfectly qualified for the position. And the benefit actually of running a technology-driven company is that you have the ability to strictly uh, enforce a very large number of rules and you have all of these feedback loops. Um, that allow you to constantly curate up the quality of your network. And so a couple of examples of how that works. So we, um, we've built this very sophisticated uh, rules engine that has allowed us to ingest um, uh, the tens of thousands of unique rules that every health system, every job, every state, whatever requires for a particular position and ensuring that we understand the unique nuances between every job. We built a a system and a schema that allows us to handle all of that. And we also um, uh, uh, programmatically collect all of the evidence to ensure that the uh, clinicians um, meet those meet those rules and then have built the technology to 
evaluate those rules against those uh, credentials, that evidence. And so that means that we can uh, always ensure that a person is a 100% qualified match for a particular position. And then the wraparound of that is, of course, that we have um, a lot of checks and balances. Most notably, uh, we do a lot of um, surveying uh, on assignment and post assignment. So, uh, so we get nurse managers and allied health uh, you know, professional managers to evaluate the clinicians that we send them on a variety of professional and clinical um, skills. We do skills assessments on an ongoing basis um, through uh, standardized exams. Um, and then we have um, a, a robust clinical excellence team staffed by actual clinicians who help set the rules, but also um, help coach people uh, when they are falling short of certain expectations. So it is a belt and suspenders approach. But like I said, we care about this a ton because ultimately quality is, you know, high quality is the one thing that can, uh, consistent high quality is the one thing that can build trust, which is a a truly nece necessary component to a successful marketplace. And what what's next, uh, Alexi, for the company that's really exciting you? Uh, w what's coming up that you can share with us here today? For us, we're just really excited to continue to uh, to continue to grow, to continue to get more people to understand the the value that we offer. Um, we have grown a lot, but we're still, you know, um, a, you know, small fraction of the entire opportunity, the entire market. So there are still tens of thousands of clinicians who haven't worked with us and then, you know, thousands and thousands of facilities that haven't worked with us. So we'd really like to get them all onto the platform. I think we've got the goods and now it's the Now the question is, um, you know, how do we, how do we tell everybody we've got the, you know, better quality, better, uh, better service, better price. And um, so, that's you know our big focus is on um, you know expanding our footprint and um, and helping to transform healthcare staffing, improve efficiency, and reduce cost. And um, so that's that's really what we're focused on. Well, I'm really excited to continue the conversation with you. Hopefully, we can have you come back in the near future. We can dive more into things. But really appreciate you coming on the show here today. It was my pleasure. I'd love to have another slice. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I'll talk to you again soon. But thank you for inviting me today.